The Talking Point with Kathy Motsasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. It's 7 after 11. Welcome to the third and final hour of the show. So uh, still a lot more coming up within this hour. Quite a few conversations that we'll have to get through. The first of which will be um, taking a look at the role of safe house, safe houses. And this was during the struggle. Professor, Professor Chija um, Twala has penned an opinion piece about that and will be speaking to uh, the professor about some of those experiences and also uh, just why it is important to understand the kind of role that they have played and we'll be looking at increasing online fraud that has been taking place in the country. Before we get into all of that, however, uh, the city of Ekuruleni is going to be talking to us now in particular about the issues uh, faced when it comes to compliance of small businesses. Many people who lost their jobs have been entering the informal market. But of course, we know that uh, cities are also governed by bylaws, which people need to comply with. Councillor Dr. Kagaza is the MMC for Finance, Economic Development and Information Technology. Councillor Kagaza, good morning. Uh, morning, morning, Katie, and uh, a beautiful morning to so let's talk firstly about the kind of impact that you are seeing. Um, this is when it comes to the informal business market and uh, the link that you're drawing between that and the retrenchments that people have faced. Well, I mean, uh, we we because of the COVID, uh, you know, pandemic and uh, of course some of the economic difficulties. Uh, you know, uh, people are looking for you know alternative ways uh, to uh, to actually survive uh, if uh, they can't find uh, uh, formal employment. Uh, so they they really go into into the informal uh, you know in a, in a business, be it uh, is a you know street uh, vendor or hawkers, uh, be it uh, setting up uh, uh, that catering uh, the company, be it is establishing. That Shisanyama or that restaurant, uh, so it is expected that really, uh, and we have seen it uh, when we were, you know, issuing the temporary trading permits during COVID. Uh, the search in terms of uh, you know applications that we've actually been receiving, uh, and for us then it becomes uh, you know important that we, we we prepare ourselves, but we also educate uh, you know those who are venturing into those businesses uh, so that. Uh, uh, they meet the requirements. Uh, they don't violate municipal requirements. They understand the procedures of opening up and running a business, uh, and that uh, they have to ensure that they comply with the Business Act and related uh, permits. And this goes a long way in terms of ensuring that as a city we plan accordingly in terms of infrastructure provision, in terms of the spatial uh, setup. But importantly, we have to make sure that our consumers. Uh, are protected from harm, you know, or we minimize the risk that comes by, you know, buying a, a substandard uh, product or even, you know, harm that comes from, a, a, you know, those venturing in, in business, setting up uh, illegal business structures. Uh, so that is important that, uh, you know, we take a proactive role and, and have, you know, these, uh, these interviews and go to different communities and emphasize the importance of uh, of compliance with uh, business licenses and uh, and other uh, mm. trading permits. Yeah. So the point here is really to say to listeners that you can't just 
show up with a, a truck selling food or whatever it is that you might be selling without the necessary operating license? Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely. Just uh, now in council, we're considering an, an item where we must, uh, you know, auction some of the impounded, uh, uh, you know, either containers and, 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 and the worry from the Volga leadership, you know, was that uh, but some of these could be uh, Umama, you know, who's trying to sell, uh, you know, Amaguinya to, you know, generate an income for, uh, and, and so forth. So we have to strengthen uh, this information to ensure that before you actually go to comply, uh, but you must then understand what is it that is, is required. Uh, you must fill in that form. You must uh, ensure that you've got, you know, um, your identity document. Uh, if not, if you are a foreign citizen, you, you actually have a, a work permit. Um, uh, you are legally allowed to actually venture into 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 that uh, business. And that the area you are in mm. is actually have a zoning certificate or you've got a consent uh, to actually operate uh, there that you have a, a proof of uh, business registration. I mean, we've been running together with the province various uh, interventions, including going around doing the constitution and local program, and all that is to ensure that you are actually uh, properly registered. Uh, and for certain businesses, if you are operating in a mall and, 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 and various uh, uh, you know, trading shops uh, in, in our townships, you have to ensure that you have got a proof of tax compliance uh, and you are, you are you know, trading in, in food uh, and, and other you know, consumables. You have to have a certificate of acceptability from our environmental health. All these uh, are important uh, so that you actually don't, uh, mm. uh, you know, uh, you, you know, violate uh, our, our, our bylaws. Yeah. What's the city's track record when it comes to um, implementing and enforcing some of these requirements? Uh, you know, and and I suppose it, it, it's a conversation that really calls for honesty because just listening to half of the licenses and the pre-approvals that people need, it's not often that you're going to find um, hawkers who are selling, whether it's food or different types of goods to consumers who have that. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, we... we, we uh, through our EMPD, uh, our Ecuadorian Metropolis, uh, you know, officers and and other you know marshals, urban marshals that we actually uh, you know employ who actually do field work to look at our special setup in various uh, corridors in our township. We try and organise uh, the informal traders, not just for us to give them the the infrastructure facility, but to actually regulate. Uh, the activities uh, that they do there. And uh, we were quite uh, uh, happy with our readiness and uh, and the database that we actually have. But we realized just now during the hard hard lockdown of COVID uh, that there's actually much more, uh, you know, communities that are engaged in these uh, type of activities. So we're a bit overwhelmed and we're intensifying our campaign to actually get everybody uh, so that we're always, uh, 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 you know, you know, actually, you know, prepared. One of the challenges is, of course, people are subletting, are subletting uh, uh, whether we gave you this trading you know, stall to to actually operate from. Uh, you know, the next day there's someone else. In particular, 
our own South African citizens. They come and apply, uh, but when you arrive there, there is a, you know, a, a brother from the you know, foreign national that is actually operating in that space. It also includes spaza shops. I mean, if you go to our townships, if you go to some of the CBDs, uh, the people who are actually there, you know, is foreign uh, national. But uh, in terms of the documentation and approval, is actually a South African who actually went there and ensured that uh, you know there they is business permits and and and, and there's that type of, uh, of of difficulties that we that we have to uh, deal with. We are happy with the new regulations, you know, that are driven from you know, the Township Economy Bill. Uh, from the province and we think uh, is quite precise in terms of how we must uh, be able to deal uh, you know you know some of these challenges and of course uh, it remains our law enforcement uh, officers who must uh, uh, assist us to get everybody to to toe the line when it comes to the money that is required in order for people to go through uh, the, the the full requirements of this administrative process, talk to me about the kind of support that is being made available. Well, I think uh, what what is important over and above the uh, health issues, the infrastructure planning, uh, the fact that we, we want to have a database, is also beneficial to... To, to the entrepreneur, uh, you know, he or, he or herself, uh, because if you are compliant, it, it means you, you would know for you to engage with government, um, you need to be registered on the CSD, which is a central supplier database. You need to have tax requirements. So the, this form of, of you being registered, it also gives you one step to comply, even in other, to, to take up you know, opportunities for other, uh, you know, government services, for instance, in order to qualify for, for a grant. Uh, just currently, we've been talking about the COVID-19 small business relief uh, uh, grant, at, you know, through the Department of Small Business uh, and CEDA. So you are then able to, to, to take advantage uh, of those opportunities, whether you are in the bakery or butchery or shisanyama or fruit and veg, uh, even in personal uh, high care services, uh, so all those uh, it enables you to actually uh, participate uh, in in this uh, in this uh, funding, uh, in various funding uh, opportunities that are available in different uh, agencies uh, of, uh, of of government. Yeah. All right, let's leave it there for this morning. Thank you so much for your time, Councillor Kagaza. They are speaking to us about some of the requirements that uh, small businesses need to comply with, in particular in the city of Ekurleni. And I would imagine that many of those would apply to many other uh, municipalities in the country. And of course, that interview brought to you then by the city of Ekurleni.